0: Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome back to the Infatuation Podcast. Hey, you know today's a celebration. We are celebrating two years of this little dinky podcast. Woo! So we're gonna do a little reminiscing today. We're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about the past. We're gonna talk about the future. We're well, gonna talk about the present as well. And so I want to bring along a couple people. So the first person I want to bring along is someone that you all know. Well, you should all know. If you are a, a loyal Infatuation Podcast listener, you know this person. She has been with us since December of 2021. She has been uh, able to be on, I don't know, like 10 episodes or so. She's been around. She is none other than Super Producer Madison. Hey, Maddie, what's up?
1: Hi, long time no see.
0: I know. Oh, we should say high school graduate, Madison.
1: Oh, mm hmm. Lots Congrats of new happy changes. Thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are excited about that. But uh, let me introduce our second guest today. We are introducing someone. He is he's not someone that you know, but is someone that you have heard from in very subtle and pervasive ways. He's kind of what people call in this industry. They call them a bounce. <laughs> Someone that you bounce ideas off of, someone that gives you feedback. He's been with us since day one, episode one. John, is that, is that what we did? <laughs> yeah,
2: since episode one. Yes,
0: episode one, and pretty much every episode. I, can you say pretty much every episode? Can you think of any that you had to skip or you wanted to skip?
2: Uh, I I can't. I can't. I yeah. I, I want to say I've listened to everyone
0: nice nice That's and so and so i'll get it i'll get yeah. a random message from john saying hey you know i like this or i didn't like that and or you know we should try this he gives me a lot of ideas i bounce ideas off of him we met uh probably when did I get married we met, probably almost 20 years ago we met uh, he's he's one of my brother-in-law's friends calling in all the way from Hayward California <laughs> he is he is in the parking lot in Hayward California because he said he's got little kids running around the house there's no way we could record at home so he is just got off work it is John hey John welcome
2: hey Hello. Uh Thank you for having me, Madison. Nice to meet you after uh, listening to the podcast. So, nice to meet you and uh, great to see That's you, Curtis. you, too. Yeah, no, it's been a
0: while. It's been a while since we've seen each other in person. But, uh, yeah, but the the messages are really appreciated, John. So, I appreciate the feedback and I appreciate you listening.
2: Of course. When I first heard that you were doing a podcast, I was, uh, I was just really excited. Uh, I've been listening... You know, to various podcasts since 2004. So it, it's just really exciting. And then, uh, what you were talking about also was just really interesting. And then, like you said, I've known you for around, yeah, over 15 years, not only through fantasy football, but, uh, you've, <laughs> you've helped me jumpstart my car once when it Didn't ran out of battery. So, uh, Curtis, you're you're uh you're a great guy. Two besties. <laughs> yeah. And uh We we've been to Vegas together. We can't talk Ve- about these trips, but no. we've been to Vegas together. We've been to Vegas together. We went, to together. We went on a cruise to Mexico. <laughs> we did. <laughs> wow. We did, uh, not yeah. Together. No. Uh, Curtis yeah. was with his wife. <laughs> Curtis was with his wife. Just and, the two of us, uh, no. yeah. And then uh um uh, me and Avery tagged along.
0: I, I actually missed those days, man. Those were—they seem more carefree now. Before we had kids, yeah,
2: exactly. we had mortgages, right? Yeah.
1: How old were you guys?
2: Oh man, uh, we must have been. Let's see, this must have been well, like we, yeah, you're, twenty. You're 20 younger years. than
0: me, so yeah, this you must were, have been around
2: twenty years ago.
0: Yeah, so you were. <laughs>
1: I wasn't even born.
0: I know, Madison. Don't don't rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is so I like to call John the man behind the man. <laughs> he's the man behind the curtain. He's he's the one who kind of comes up with ideas, shoots ideas out, we bounce them off each other. But yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about the pod. We're going to talk a little bit about Our memories, Madison, our deep, deep memories, and we're going to talk about maybe the future a little bit, and we'll talk about our vision and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to hand the keys to the car over to John. He's going to kind of be the interviewer today, and we're going to be the guests, Madison. That's kind of new.
1: Yeah, that is true. We've never done this before. I feel like, honestly, usually I'm quiet. I was always intended to be a fly on the wall, but Mr. Chin wanted me to talk. So You were the fly on the wall, and
0: we put a microphone in your face. (laughs)
1: yeah <laughs> but I feel like typically I, I don't really say much just because I'm shy, but today
0: you're the guest a special you're the day. guest of honor. Yes. <laughs> All
2: right, take it away, John. So I mean, I want to start off saying congratulations, Curtis on on two years's uh, it's been It's been a lot of work, and I don't it, think it <laughs> a lot I don't think a lot of people understand how much work it takes to just put out an episode. So, I mean, you, you've done a lot of work, Madison, you've, you've also done a lot of work. So congratulations to you. And, you know, just putting this out as a, as a passion project. I mean, I, I think when I first talked to you about this, I, we talked about ad reads and then uh-huh. you you were telling me, dude, you need X amount of downloads to, to, start, <laughs> to start making money. And we money are not anyways. close to that. <laughs> so, this is this is literally just like for the love of it. And and it's a lot of work. And I'm um, just proud of you and congratulations on, on two uh, years. Thanks so much, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, people ask me that all the time. Even my own children ask me, oh, how much money are you making off <laughs> your <laughs> and I'm like, well, is it got a negative sign in front of the number whatever it is, forever how much we spend on microphones and Zoom accounts. It's a negative number, but uh but yeah, but it's it's definitely been fun and it doesn't feel like work yet. Madison, did it ever feel like work to you doing the editing and stuff?
1: To be honest, sometimes just because <laughs> That sounds horrible. But it, it it is a lot more work than you think, especially because you know, like let's say we'll talk for 2 hours number 1 like you have to listen to all of that repeatedly Multiple over and time, over yeah. and over again number 1 for um like editing it as in like splicing things and putting things back together like seamlessly then sometimes like fixing distorted audio then you know i'm i the reason why i wanted to join the podcast was to practice like mixing things and so like also just trying to like do audio engineering is like somebody like new to it. So it's a learning process. And just with the amount of content there is, it's, it's tricky sometimes. So yeah, but I've learned a lot. And I've had a lot of fun with it.
0: Yeah, so you used to working on like three minute songs.
1: Oh, yeah. even I, That takes forever.
0: And then I give you like an 80 minute podcast. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, <laughs> I've loved it. I've learned a lot. So thank you.
0: Oh, yeah. No, this is, this is great. We won't, we won't give the actual... Desk. Madison doesn't want us to tell the exact location, but we will say this, everyone. Madison got into pretty much all her dream schools for music production.
1: Well, I didn't apply to that many schools, so...
0: Yeah. No, but she had some choices, guys. And so, you'll see, You one of these days, it'll, it'll slip out. But, uh, yeah, she's going to an amazing school, and she's doing what she wants to do. I know. I
1: feel very i'm I'm very lucky and happy that I get to pursue music and hopefully i'll i I want a minor in film too because I like the intersectionality between mm. like music and visuals, so yeah. that should be fun. I'm happy to meet like minded creative people, so but yeah
0: keep us on your resume
1: oh of course. <laughs> Sorry, we went off. We went on a... Sorry. A we little bit of a tangent. Yeah, go
0: ahead, John. You take it it's over. It's okay. This always happens. This oh, this happens. It's
2: fine. It's a little fun. chat. No, no,
0: no I cut worries. A, I, cut out all, I cut out all this stuff. It sounds smooth when we're all done with it. <laughs> That's the hard work. We sound work. coherent at the That's end. That's
2: the hard work you're doing. Okay. Uh, I got a few questions for you, uh, Curtis. Okay. Uh, first one. What were the initial goals of the podcast?
0: Okay, this is something I've never shared with people, this this story. So, my original... Madison, you're gonna you're going to... I think you're gonna hate this, but okay. the original format I was thinking I was gonna call the podcast Generation, oh <laughs> and my I God. was gonna have because I'm I'm Gen X. I was gonna get a millennial. <laughs> She's making the barf face.
2: Ooh.
0: <laughs> it was gonna be called Generation, and it was gonna be me as a Gen X. I was gonna have a millennial on, and I was gonna have someone from Gen Z. One of you high schoolers on, and we were gonna look at things. Through the lens of being Asian American. Like, for example, we're going to like, okay, well, who was your first, um, you know, Asian celebrity that you saw on TV or something like that? We're going to talk about different topics and just take it through the lens of three different age groups.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah. I but think. But then...
0: Um, after talking to my my friend Nadira, who was going to be the millennial, we were like, "This is a stupid idea. No one's going to listen."
1: to <laughs> No, this I part. mean, I think I think that's a good idea. I just think there's less flexibility with that right now. With like infatuation, we technically are doing the generation thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, but that's what. It, so it turned. It kind of we did that still. Like I still had Nadira on. I still had you on, but it wasn't like that's our whole focus. It was just kind of mm-hmm. like that's. It's just nice to have different ages on when we talk yeah. about things. But it wasn't like, hey, guys, this is our whole shtick is, yeah. you know, looking at something from three different. So, anyway, so that was the initial. And then <laughs> um, and then I I was just trying to think of a, a slogan. And so the slogan, early day slogan, I don't know if you remember this, John, was we talk about Asian things that we love. That was my uh-huh. my tagline. So that was all it was going to be. We're just talking about Asian things that we love. And so we started with K-dramas, we started with food, yep. we started with novels. You know, that was just kind of like where we were going to go, talking about Asian things that we love. And so that was my vision, was just to throw out things that we love, ways that Asian culture and Asian creators make your life better. And I mean, we're not that far off from that.
2: No. But that mm-hmm. was our no. initial
0: tagline, and that's what my goal was, is just to put out some, some Asian love for Asian things and mm-hmm. – uh, you know, during the pandemic we were in twenty twenty one, it was kinda of still at the height of the just starting to be post vaccine pandemic and the Asian hate was flying around, still is, but it was really heavy in, in that year and it was just kinda of like, Let's put out some some positive vibes and some good feel feel good stories and yeah, so that was the initial vision. Did you ever catch that, Madison? Were you on board with that or or did you just want to mix sound? <laughs>
1: No, I just wanted to make sound. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people would think that the reason why the podcast appealed to me was because of the people that I ended up speaking to, but I still pretty much joined in the early stages. I think, um, I think the podcast was only a few months old, right?
0: Yeah. Was so it? We we had never done interviews.
1: So you started in June, and then I started the December after, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And he so we would, were...
1: yeah. He would promote his podcast in class. And I, like, as somebody who wants to go into audio tech, I was like, I'll volunteer for you. I, I'll, I'll edit audio just to practice. And he was like, okay. And then we did a podcast with the Asian soup girls, right? From and, Australia. Yes. And they're like millennial women, like fashion mm-hmm. people. And yeah. he was like, Madison, I need you to come on. And I wasn't going to talk. I was just going to be there, like, Mutual support. Woo, like, you can do it. You can talk to 20-year-old girls (laughs) about Uh fashion and their careers and starting a podcast. Um, And then I just ended up coming on to more, and cool people started coming on. And, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. You
0: jumped on right when we started doing interviews. Yeah. Like, that was when we started to shift into, hey, let's this be fun to bring in some different people. Mm Mm-hmm and different podcasters, and then eventually, yeah. quote-unquote, celebrities started coming on, so that was kind of...
1: Yeah, so it's been cool to grow with the podcast, especially because I do feel very shy, and I've always wanted to be in the background, so it's been a good challenge for me, yeah.
0: But, you know, I think one one of your strengths, Madison, was that you, I think you disarm people a little, the older people a little bit, you know, because if it's me, they kind of feel like, oh, I got to... I have to pretend to be super knowledgeable or I have to have the right answer with you. It's kind of like they feel, like, I feel like with high schoolers, they feel a little more like, Oh, let me answer your questions or let me.
1: Yeah. Like mentorship. I've, that's something I've gotten a lot through being a part of yeah. the infatuation podcast, which has been really nice.
0: Yeah. Now people love talking to you, and <laughs> They they, they I, tolerate me, but they love, like they no, like talking I,
1: to you. I'm pretty sure they just tolerate me too. To be honest, I feel like I have nothing ever like, important to add to a conversation
0: no but you know I see them light up though they kind of like oh let me tell when you ask a question they're like oh okay let me ask you know they're excited when a young person is interested in what they're doing and I think that yeah,
1: that's very nice though I, Cause, cause I and creative, is, like, you know? yeah and I genuinely am interested in what people do so I, I like hearing about it
0: yeah no I think I think if I ever find another high schooler it would have to be someone who can ask good questions because I think you have genuine curiosity Mm-hmm. and that you want to know the answer so you're not just interviewing you're like hey i want to learn something here and i think people yeah. can see that
1: definitely one. trip over my words a lot but yeah. at least at least at least that i have like true intentions
0: no i think if we if we were too slick i think people would feel like we're overproduced you know?
1: uh-huh. <laughs> we're,
0: no we're but scripted. yeah even
1: like talking to adam about fishing like that was fun well,
0: that was super fun or, like
1: yeah. cooking like that's not something creative but i still think it's cool yeah
2: yeah so so you just started off with topics with your with your friends and and you just started talking about things and then you and then you moved over into um, interviews um, I mean you still talk to your friends you still talk to your buddies uh, but you you did branch out into uh, interviews what made you kind of switch switch over or add that to the podcast?
0: yeah I don't know I think maybe it was just listening to other people other people's shows, and, you know, one show I really like is called Fresh Air, and uh, it is a show with a woman, and she's not necessarily an expert in anything, but she has a wide range of guests from economists to celebrities to government officials. She has a really wide range of people, come on, and I kind of like that show, and I started to think about, well, you know, we're talking about Asian things. May especially things that are creative, we may as well go straight to the source. And so uh, I think who was our first interview it was probably was it? It might have been the Australian folks from the Asian Soup podcast, or it might have been you know that movie about Lowell High School, the Try Harder. The director of that might have been one of our first ones.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah.
0: And then after Debbie Lum from the Try Harder film, I think we had, uh, and Madison always gives me a hard time <laughs> about this one because I was so nervous. I was heavy breathing out of, out of heart palpitations, but we interviewed Miranda Kwok, the executive producer of The Cleaning Lady. And then I started to think, hey, you know, there's people who want to talk about their work and there's people who want to promote it. And so we mm-hmm. started to do kind of a steady stream of interviews in the beginning of 2022 and i just i just love it i just
1: <laughs> i loved it too
0: i enjoy learning about it and you know cuz when it's just me and, and people talking about something i feel like i i'm pretending to be an expert on it you know like if mm. if you and i are talking about filipino food or something i'm like well what do i know about filipino food right i don't know that yeah. much so i feel like well let's talk to a filipino chef or let's you know, let's bring in someone who actually knows what they're talking about. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so it takes the, pre- it took the pressure off of me to do the interviews and let them be the expert and let them share what they're doing. And so I, I just really enjoy it. I enjoyed meeting them and I enjoyed learning. And then, yeah, Madison came on that time. So we interviewed some pretty cool people and it's, it's getting good. I mean, we're I'm not getting good. It's been good. We've been interviewing I don't want to say bigger, but just a wider range of people and definitely people that you've heard of a little bit more or that you've seen. So it's been, it's been super fun.
2: Yeah. And, um, I got, I got to say for, uh, your interview style and the way that you've approached guests, the way you've led the interview, the way you've, you've kind of managed things. I mean, from, from day one until now, I gotta say, your interview, Sal, has gotten exponentially better. Like you can hear the difference in your voice, the comfortability.
0: Yeah, I think that's the big thing. The way that you're
2: <laughs> able to juggle, you know, multiple guests. If you have, if you have multiple guests, if it's not just, just one on one, to take a basketball term, the three man weave.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You know, just being able to, you know, juggle multiple personalities and questions and answers and, and the flow. It, yeah, it's it's definitely improved since day one until now. You, it, it sounds it sounds mm. you know it sounds good. Yeah, thanks, man.
0: You know, and I think the biggest thing for me is that I I only get people that I genuinely am a fan of. Like, I there there was one opportunity I had to do an interview with someone, and I, I just wasn't a huge fan, and I, I didn't want to fake it and say, "Oh yeah, your thing is really good, and I love it. I read it every week or whatever." I just didn't feel like I can do that, even though the, the guests might be interesting to some people. But I, I, I had to say no because I just didn't feel like I would be doing the topic or the person justice because I don't want to interview someone just to get an ed- episode done. So I genuinely only kind of reach out and seek out people that I, I really want to know what they're up to. And I really I really like what they're doing and I want to be a part
2: of it. Mm-hmm. So And you you can hear that in the interview. You'd be able to hear, like, I think I told you that I I don't know if you noticed this Madison, but there are certain topics or certain interviews where you can tell Curtis's ears like perk up. Like, (laughs) (laughs)
0: like, like when he,
2: when when he talks about either food or um, (laughs) K dramas or, um, (laughs) music or k-pop or whatever like those are like the topics that he is genuinely like a fan of and interested in and then so like you can i could hear it in his in his voice and in the guest's voice the guest can feed off of that energy too and it just makes it just a just a yeah. that much better of an episode
0: i think they mm-hmm. can tell when you really you know you're asking them questions that they're like how did you even find that right. thing that you're asking and they can tell that yeah you
2: care or yeah, you're you're really digging pretty deep to find these questions yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, next question, Curtis and and how have you changed as a podcaster since day one until now?
0: Um, for me, hmm. Well, you know, definitely in the hustle of trying to get mm-hmm. guests.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think I, when I first started, I was really like. Uh, They won't talk to us. You know, who are we? We're nobody. We have 100 followers. You know, like like I was really pretty not thinking much of ourselves. And then after a while, it was just kind of like, you know, YOLO, right? We're just going to ask and all they can say is no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they don't even reply or they don't even read the message. But sometimes they do, you know, yeah. and that yeah. that's one of the more surprising things was that, you know, people with a lot of fo- like that's kind of my my gauge is I look at their Instagram and if they have more than 100,000 followers, they're probably not going to talk to us. But some of them do, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. people will read a DM and it'll and it'll be something that they're in the mood to do. And they'll come on, but, you know, it's not very often that we get someone with a million subscribers or whatever will come on. But once in a while, we'll get someone who's pretty big and they're just kind of, you know, let's be honest, they're doing us a favor. They're not gaining much by being on our show, except for having, I hope, a good conversation. But, you know, it's kind of, it's nice that there's good people out there who just believe in the cause, that we're getting Asian voices out there. And they're willing to come on. So that's one thing I've improved on, I think, is just being bold. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. And I'll I'll be honest, you know, there's times when it's like, man, I've I've sent out 20 DMs or 20 emails. I got nothing to show for it. But then one out of 20 or one out of 10, you know, probably closer to one out of 20. One one out of 20 will reply. And it's like, yeah, I I never would have thought that that person would talk with us. But they do, you know, Mm -hmm. so that's pretty pretty cool. And
1: I've told Mr. Chen from the beginning just be patient it's okay if they don't respond but even if they don't respond immediately there's a chance that they will and that proved us right multiple times
0: multiple times Mm -hmm. yeah
1: Yeah. i mean i think i think even even when they don't reply also just like knowing that it's it's not personal like people are just busy sometimes people might not even read the message you know so also just like not taking things to heart because it's just a fun thing at the end of the day
0: it's a fun thing, yeah. We're not depending on this for our food or housing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs>
1: yeah, I. For me, like I feel like I'm, I'm in the background and inconsistent. So I, I feel like I don't really fall under like podcaster. The po- podcaster label, but I think I've like grown a lot just as a young person. What I've learned most of all is to ask questions and that passion and curio- curiosity can take you a long way. Like, when you're young and you ask people questions genuinely, a lot of people want to help you and you can learn so much. Uh, my intention with the podcast was just to sit back passively and just do everything behind the scenes. But I've been a part of so many conversations, which has pushed me to, I don't know, advocate for myself, ask questions, learn different things, talk to people of all ages and just absorb... um different types of
2: wisdom. So, yeah. Yeah. I, Thanks, Mr. Chin. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: You're welcome. You're
2: welcome. It, it just sounds, it sounds like, um, what you both have like really gained from this podcast and podcasting is, is uh, just a lot of personal growth just within yourself. Maybe you, you didn't get something that you wanted from the podcast itself. But the personal growth that you guys both got out of it is is really valuable. So in the yeah. two years that you've been doing this, you've you guys have grown as people, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I think it's special too because I feel like for the both of us, it's also rooted in like finding community, like the fact that we've been able to meet so many people, talk to people. Yeah. Like having the intention of illuminating Asian people, and giving them a platform, and I don't know, just hoping that for success and yeah. a platform, and like seeing that actually happen in real time yeah. is really cool.
0: Like even even six years ago, I mean, let's go mm-hmm. to like before Parasite uh, won the Academy Award. You know, even six or seven years ago, I don't know if we can do this show with interviews because I don't know if we could find enough people <laughs> to talk yeah. to. Yeah. You know, about <laughs> about te- Asians on television or Asians in literature. I mean, well. You yeah, know, exactly. Like current books and and movies and music and TV. I, I just mm-hmm. don't know how many actual guests we could get. But now, I mean, authors I could get. I, there's a there are a lot of Asian American authors out there, mm-hmm. TV shows, actors. It's a lot more yeah. than even just a few years ago.
1: Another thing that makes me happy is to see Asian characters not be defined by their Asianness necessarily. Mm. Like to have like to have like. Well, I've never seen the Samurai turned pretty. I know mm-hmm. like to all the boys I've loved before, like her Asianness right. definitely plays a role in her character to some extent, but it's not like Mulan where it's her entire or, identity. Or fresh like, off
0: the boat or Yes, yeah.
1: exactly. Like being able to have like an Asian character who can be like the pretty girl next door who gets the jock like everybody wants, which was before never
0: Never, yeah.
1: Never a role that was ever for any person of color. Like that's that's a really big thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or to see them producing, writing and directing these shows, you know, uh-huh. like they're the casts are one thing, you know, like once in a while we've seen someone on screen. But behind the scenes, like, yeah, what Gene Yang was able to do and what Ali Wong has been able to do and Steven Yan, these are these are big projects. They're popular. They're money making. You know, they're important and we're just definitely like in the last two years like really being able to see it so that's been a really really pleasant surprise and part of the reason we're doing interviews probably more than we used to yeah
2: okay i would like to ask you guys what were your favorite episodes and why
0: well we could turn around on you too john you can participate in this one Sure. All right. Uh, Madison, you want to go first? What was your favorite episode that you did?
1: Hmm. I think, huh?
0: She's blinking, everyone. She's thinking and blinking.
1: <laughs> I think, well, I know I wasn't a part of this one. This was the first one that I ever edited, but I really liked editing the Miranda one just because listening listening to it, I learned a lot, especially being interested in the entertainment industry and being like a creative force behind what is actually displayed right because my dream job is to like write demos or songs for people um and go into audio stuff too whether that's production or mixing music and she created the cleaning lady and she writes for it and so just being in a male dominated white dominated space and getting to be a part of such cool projects and Learning about her experience and how she got to where she is is, was really inspiring to me and I learned a lot. Mm. Um, yeah. but I guess like who we've talked to. I like talking to Tristan just because I feel like we're <laughs> both like so excited to be new yeah. to what we're doing. You know, like obviously he, he played a very beloved character in a beloved movie, right? Um, you know, being a part of turning red. With Pixar it was absolutely huge, but he's still like young, mm-hmm. around my age, like excited to be a part of that project.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah.
1: I'm I'm new to a lot of this stuff too, so yeah. Um, I also, you know, what I was gonna, gonna
0: like... say from from your era, Madison, I was gonna say, Catherine Liang, Miss San Francisco, but then. Our first, mm-hmm. one of our first in-person ones became Miss California and came to talk to us at Galileo High School. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and she, it's funny, we're saying that we always time it just right. She is, this is the last day of her reign. She's, the new Miss California is going to be
1: oh, wow.
0: crowned today. So she's going to, ha- she might have more time to talk to us after.
1: Oh, my she's God. She's been we've, so busy. We've watched her growth since the beginning.
0: I know. that. How cool is that? Like, Mm -hmm. To have a friend, like, yeah, I I think I can call her a friend. But to have a friend, Miss San Francisco, which is a big deal, right? Which, by the way,
1: Mr. Chin never thought she was going to reply. Yeah. He was like, she's going (laughs) to ghost us, huh? And I was like, it's fine. If she does, it's okay. But she might not. Just give her some time. And look, now we've met her in person. You guys are buds. And everything is happy.
0: I've been to her house.
1: (laughs) To drop something off. I've
0: been to the front gate. (laughs) But, yeah, no, I mean, how cool is that to see someone that you know become from Miss San Francisco go all the way to Miss California to be in the Miss America pageant? She didn't win, but still, Miss California, I mean, we that's a big title. And, you know, I never would have guessed I would ever be friends with Miss California. But, yeah, so she's great. Yeah, That episode, she's just such a good interview, too. I mean, she's so Mm well-spoken and, you know, just just a great human being.
1: I also... I also did learn a lot from Colleen just about like her creative thought process and like how nature and a culture, I don't know, like how nature and culture plays into, um, her artistry, but like one that she feels, she, she feels prideful of and admires, but also as distant. Cause she's, she's like, she's like you where she, it's like for generations, her Mm -hmm. generations of her family have. Lived in America, and I've never had the opportunity to learn Chinese, but she still incorporates it so much in her work. Mm. And so, yeah,
0: yeah. that was one that I had no idea where that interview was going to go (laughs) because I know nothing about couture fashion, and I I knew very little about her. Even you know, I did a little research, of course, but. Yeah, that was one where we didn't know where that was going, Madison. But that one turned out really good. I think
1: I don't think we even knew where it was going when we were in the conversation. <laughs>
0: no, and even when it was over, we were like, "Where did yeah, we what like, just what happened?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, it was. Um, yeah, it was a little nuts.
1: But lots of learning. Lots of learning. Lots
0: of lots of learning. Yeah. Then for me, uh, I was gonna say, by far, I think no, no shade on any of our other episodes, but doing the the Korean rock band Rolling Quartz mm. was. My, that one because you know what what was really cool about that one one is that they replied to my email which I didn't think they would do. And then two it was our communication was so brief. It was like I would say, hey do you want to come on the podcast and this is what I can do blah 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 And he wrote back he's like, sure we'll come on send me some dates find an interpreter and send me some dates And I was like, okay, like really brief conversations. And, you know, we didn't do any pre-production meetings or anything. So I was looking for an interpreter and then I was looking, we sent the dates, we confirmed the dates, but that was it. I sent him some dates. He goes, how about this one? And I was like, <laughs> okay. And then, so I didn't know anything. I didn't know who was going to be there. I didn't know how the interpretation would go. Cause I just met Jumi, our interpreter, basically on Craigslist. I never told anyone this, but <laughs> <laughs> I just went on Craigslist and she does Korean tutoring for like 30 bucks an hour. And I said, Hey, uh, have you ever done any interpreting? And she's like, sure, I'll give it a try. So I didn't, I'd never met her before. And, and then, so I just had this zoom link I sent to him. He, he accepted the link, the manager, but I had no idea what it was going to be. And then on that night we were super nervous. And then they came on, it was all five of them. They were all, they did a performance for us just for me and Jumi. And then they came on and they had such energy and enthusiasm and they were just ready to go. And they did all of our questions and everything went super smoothly. And, and then, yeah, it just was cool. And then seeing them perform on stage and I got to meet them uh, the next day at their, their meet and greet. And it was just like, everything just went so well. And they're so nice and they're really talented. And I really hope that they blow up as a band and, and yeah, so I, I didn't tell you guys this. So we just interviewed the manager. Actually, he came out on the show as well. Awesome. And found out more about yeah. his story. So that'll be fun. And yeah, so we're, we're starting, we may do some more Korean pop coming up. I, I've been trying, I've been reaching out to a bunch of, trying to find some small, you know, I'm not going to get Blackpink on, I'm not going to get, you know, BTS <laughs> on, but There's some smaller bands, you know, we're trying to reach out to them and these smaller labels and see if they would come on now that we have at least one where we can prove proof of concept, right, that we can do a Korean language Mm -hmm. podcast. So anyway, so if you're out there, K-pop artists out there listening to us right (laughs) now, come on our show. We'll do a good job. I promise you. So I think that was my favorite episode so far. Yeah. Just overall. I think that's kind of one thing that we try to do is introduce people to topics. Like I know I know a lot of the books I've done are not our most popular episodes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if I can introduce someone out there to a book, a novel that they would never have picked up oh, yeah. if it wasn't yeah. for the podcast, I, I feel yeah. like that's cool. You know, that someone says, hey, I, I heard your interview and I wanted to find it and I picked it up and, you know... I enjoyed reading it. like, that's kind of cool to be that part of, or a movie or a show or a group, you know, like there's music, there's things that I feel like we're doing a little bit of community service, right? Letting the community know about cool artists out there. Like, we're going to interview this guy. People might not have heard of him, but he's he's done some music that's going to be on Warrior. He did some music for American Born Chinese. Awesome. And so he's, he's cool. I think it's going to be a good interview. I think it's going to be a chance for people to meet a new artist that they've never heard of. So stuff like that is pretty satisfying, you know, to give Shine a Light. Because, you know, honestly, if we... If we got Simu Lu on, which would be exciting, but who hasn't heard an interview with Simu Lu, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what are we going to do that's different than every other interview he's done? But no, one, not that many people have ever heard of Leo Shah or, you know, some of the authors that we've put on, Cecily Wong. Like, you know, they may not have ever heard of these people, but it's kind of cool yeah. to be able to do that yeah.
2: for them. Yeah, Totally. Um, I was thinking about, I was thinking about some and I don't have one favorite. I was just thinking like, uh, my top three. <laughs> so, um, okay, okay. Uh, I liked episode 20 with Chef Shirley. Uh, that yeah. was, that was, that <laughs> was entertaining. <laughs> uh, I liked yeah. episode 23 with your student, Kevin. I thought, I thought yeah. that was, um, just, I, I, I just enjoyed the conversation that you two had and then just, just hearing about what he had to say, and then just the uh, the conversation you had, you heard you had. I thought I thought that was great, and then uh, episode forty, the the um the the actor draft. The yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. thought uh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was really entertaining, really fun, and you know your your co hosts were fun and they were funny, and uh, you know that always makes for a great pod when you know. Everyone is just super comfortable, super into it. And then, you know, you got a good rapport going with everybody. So um, I yeah. think with those three just listening, those those are just great listens.
0: That was fun. Yeah, those guys from the Real Asian podcast, they're, they're taking a break. So we may not hear from them for a little while, but uh, I still talk to them. So we may have them on for another episode mm-hmm. or two. We'll see. We'll see. And then the 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 woman who came on there, Lauren, she just had her baby today. Oh wow! Congratulations, <laughs> Congratulations Lauren. That's wow. so happy. Very exciting. So she's Congrats. definitely definitely not coming on the pod anytime soon. <laughs> yeah.
1: If you need a babysitter, I'm uh, yeah. here.
0: Yeah, Lauren and Joel. If you need a babysitter, Madison is is willing to come to you. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, of former students, that that's very satisfying. Yeah. To to speak to all former students. One, because I get to see them and talk to them. But two, just to, you know, shine a light on what Mm -hmm. they're doing. And they're doing some cool stuff. Mm -hmm. And someday Madison's going to debut her single on our Mm -hmm. show. Yeah, Perhaps,
1: perhaps, perhaps. No, perhaps. There is no perhaps. If I ever ever have the confidence
0: to. Yeah. No, but you're going to do it, right? We're going to debut it here, right? Come on, Madison. Come (laughs) on. It's a built-in audience. You don't even have to try to get an audience. The audience is already there. They're fans of you already. She's thinking, she's, she's she's hesitating. (laughs)
1: I'm a little (laughs) bit shy.
0: I will talk to her people. I will, I will get my people to talk to her people. We'll work something out. We'll get her on with the guitar, maybe some backup vocals, but we'll get her on. Don't worry. Don't worry. Audience. We'll get her on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Thanks for your feedback on that. That's interesting. I'm curious out there, audience, if you want to send us your favorite episodes, that would be great. I would love the feedback.
2: Yeah, you you guys. got a lot. You got a, a lot. Yeah. It's getting a little catalog yeah.
0: going. We got quite a quite a collection. I think we're on episode like eighty something. That's yeah. crazy. That's <laughs> kinda crazy. And that doesn't even include the side dishes. Right? Oh
2: yeah, that's true. Those huh? are just the yeah, eight. that's right.
0: Yeah, so we have we have over a hundred uploads, I think. You need a cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we'll take a pic- I'll make a cake for myself and
2: take yeah. a picture of it for the... Moving forward, Curtis. Uh, what direction do you think you'll be you'll have going forward for the pod?
0: <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Here's one that I definitely want to do more of is more in person. I I really like the in person mm-hmm. format, mm-hmm. and we're starting to do more. We did that one in the store. Uh, we're gonna do another one in the store for Blackpink when they come to town in August.
1: In the store.
0: Uh, we oh, did a show. Yeah, for twice.
1: So- oh yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and so that was really fun. Live studio audience, so that was kind of fun. It was definitely, yeah, I was sweating. My glasses were fogging up because, you know, you're not only recording, but you're performing, right? You feel like you're in front of an audience. So that was a little nerve-wracking but fun. Yeah. And I want to do more episodes with food, actually consuming food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to I want go to a restaurant. We've never done, we just talk about food, which is so frustrating. Like, I want to go to a restaurant. I want to be slurping, a little ASMR
1: Okay, so more like personal like tangible.
2: In studio things. in studio. Actually going on yeah. location.
0: Yeah, going either in studio or on location, like going to the store, having people at my house when I will cook for them or you know, we'll talk about Trader Joe's frozen food as we eat it, you know, like not just on Zoom. We want to we want to consume. You'll need food.
2: to you'll need to get an intern or one of your kids to video it. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah that's yeah oh that's another direction maybe do more video i don't know but that's so much more work yeah yeah all right hey everyone we are kind of at the end of this show because we've gone what are we at two hours now (laughs) we've been doing this for a while but um, we're kind of at the end of the episode but we like to end each episode by asking our guests to choose someone in the Asian community that they admire uh, living or deceased and shout them out these are our infatuations so John and Madison you can choose who goes first who is your infatuation
2: ladies first
0: Okay, Manny.
1: I feel like I'm sort of horrible at this because, to be honest, I don't... Uh, to be honest, this is horrible, especially because I'm on this podcast, but I don't know a lot of people. But I think with streaming music, something I've thought is really cool is new artists getting a platform, like Beba Doobie, for example. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know who she is. She's... um a filipina english singer Mm. She's very popular among young people same with like mitsuki um i don't know if they would have had the amount of success they do and like the amount of influence not just as like musicians but like also like with pop culture like everyone i know a lot of people like to recreate biba doobies like makeup look you know people will think she's pretty like i don't know if that would have happened like 20 years ago you know what i mean
0: Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. and she's opening for taylor swift which is huge
0: yeah yeah okay fun times i don't even know who you're talking about to be honest
1: alternative artists just like yeah just like i feel like streaming platforms have opened up a new window for like number one the kind of music that is made and listened to yeah and like the people behind it
0: yeah no that's cool
1: especially cuz like with pop stars even like age is such a big thing like once somebody reaches like 25 like 30 it's like you're old you <laughs> you're know what super, i mean but like with you're like a s- yeah exactly <laughs> but with like streaming i feel like people don't really pay attention to the face as much which is really yeah. uh special because it, that's not
2: what it's about
0: all right cool what about you uh how about you Jen? i'll go last
2: <sighs> uh yeah <sighs> I thought about this question. Uh, there are two, when I was growing up, there are uh, two guys uh, that were kind of there at different points that just were there for me, you know, growing up. They just helped mentor me, they helped, um, they just helped me get through just certain things in life. One, one guy, his name is June. He, uh, uh, when I was going to San Diego school in San Diego, he was just, you know, one of, uh, like a mentor, I uh, really appreciated him for that. And then another was, uh, Carson, you know, when, when I came back home from college, he was just there to help me get back home and just do normal things. Like he helped me, uh, drive me around at different car dealerships and um uh so i can buy my first car he would just you know mentor me and just like different things so yeah not not like huge you know aha life-changing things from these guys but you know they were there for me just growing up so like uh those two people yeah popped into my head so that's yeah, a yeah, good
1: answer. I didn't even think about choosing somebody from my personal life. But now that you say that, I would definitely say my paternal grandma, 100%. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's like 50 50 with people on the show that who they pick. A lot of like 50% of people are someone that they really know well in their life, and then 50% choose like a celebrity or something. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's fine. Either way, right? You know, like these are our people. These are the people we, we admire. So are you ready for my answer? First time ever, choosing an infatuation oh, on yeah. show. Mm-hmm. I'm going with this is you're gonna think this is kind of a cop-out. I'm going with my audience. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. They I don't even know if they're all Asian, but they are my infatuation. That's okay. You know, I know I know a few of them, so a shout out to Rebecca who who listens to almost every episode as well. She sends me feedback Lingji, I get I get messages. Yeah, everyone knows Lingji. He's come on the show a couple times. But then there's WK who who messages me almost every day about random things. He sends me reels. He sends me just random things every day. That's awesome. My guy Don at Mark D Photos. Ying Su listens. By Zen Angus Fauzia in the Netherlands. I'm pretty sure she listens to a lot of our shows. I'm gonna shout out two people I just met at this uh, at this CCW workshop. So Emily and Amy. Shout out to you if you're actually listening this far. I mean, I don't think you are. It's an hour and 20 minutes. But shout out to everyone who listens. Uh, Even if you only listen to one episode. If this is your first episode, hey, man, welcome. And so all my guests and collaborators, it's been a fun two years. So thank you, everyone. I
1: want to thank the little boy who goes to sleep.
0: Yeah, that kid. I don't forget. I mean, if
1: you still listen to this. It's okay if not. I think it's uh,
0: Melanie's kid. Yeah. So shout out to Melanie's kid. Who Hello. listens to podcasts when he falls asleep and we are one of the ones that puts him to sleep. <laughs> Is that a good thing? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I think it's wholesome entertainment. So hopefully it's still working for him. But yay, that does it for our two year anniversary. Thanks, John. Thanks, Madison, for coming on. Happy anniversary to us.
2: Happy anniversary. Yes, Congratulations.
0: You. Yeah, it's been it's been fun. Hey, hopefully we'll do another one uh two years from now. We'll do a four year without how what will that what year will that be? That'll be twenty five.
2: Yeah, we'll have to now look up like, what um what what uh gift that is. What gift is for, yeah four, four yeah four year
0: <laughs> four year anniversary. But uh yeah, thanks so much, guys, for coming on. And audience, thank you for you know why would we do this if we didn't have you? And so thank you for listening. Uh, some of you perhaps for the first time. So we hope you're enjoying the show. Hey, write to us. Let us know what you are thinking and what you want us to do. Show share us your ideas at infatuationpodcasts at gmail.com. We are definitely open to ideas. All right, so I think that does it for our two-year anniversary. Uh, On this occasion, Madison, do you want to do the outro?
1: Yeah, I would love to do the outro.
0: Take it away, Maddie.
1: Please listen and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We could always use your ratings and reviews over at Apple and Spotify. Thank you all for listening, and on behalf of John, Mr. Chin, and myself, we hope you are all happy, healthy, and safe. Talk to you soon. Bye, everyone.
2: Bye. Bye.